0: hey wrestling fan this is a new wrestling podcast coming to you live from new york city Uh, my name is ultimate one and this is the ultimate one wrestling report and today will be the first episode of my report i will be bringing you all the news that's been going on in professional wrestling today um from wwe aew ring of honor new japan pro wrestling um Again, my name is Ultimate One. I have 45 years experience in the wrestling business. I go back to the Bruno San Martino days, to the Hulk Hogan's, to the Ric Flair's, to the Paul Horsemen to the NWO day, to the Attitude Era. I've been through all of it. Um, I will be bringing you all types of report, all my opinions on the stuff that's going behind the scene, that what I see on TV and on pay-per-views. Um, I probably will give you even reviews from, um, events that I'll be going in person. Um, but today, um, this podcast will be mainly focused on the shows that happened this past weekend, um, with New Japan Pro Wrestling Southern Showdown, uh, the of Honor Best in the World, and AEW Fighter Fest, and things that are going on in WWE, and, um, once again, this is the Ultimate One Wrestling Report, um... Before I continue, I just want to let you fans know, I do have a um, YouTube channel called Ultimate One Wrestling News that's been going on for the last five weeks. You can check the five episodes in, in my YouTube channel. Um, you can subscribe to my channel. I bring every week a new video giving you all the latest stuff that's going on in professional wrestling. I also have my Facebook page called Ultimate One Wrestling News, where you'll see all my posting and same thing with Instagram, 0201, Wrestling News, and Instagram. Same thing in Twitter. Um, you can reach me in all these platforms if you feel like you need to comment, give your feedback. Maybe you don't have to agree with me with some of the stuff that I may say, but that's what we are here to agree and disagree, you know, for the wrestling fans out there. So, first of all, let me start off with what happened today. The... The sad news that came in from mexico um pedro aguayo who was a wrestler from triple a wrestling um, a former cmml champion in the past a former wwe lightweight champions um when wwe had the lightweight title in in japan when they had a working relationship um back in the 80s before mcmahon took over in 82 but they kept Defending those belts, defending that belt until 1997 when the WWE decided to take it out of the area Well, he passed away today of the age of 71 As most of you know, Pedro Guadalajara Jr. His son died about in 2015 in a match Where Ray Mysterio Jr. was wrestling him and he did the 619 on his uh, Pedro Guadalajara Jr. And he was dead in the rows when he hit him with the 619 Well, now today uh sadly the um the father passed away at the age of 71. um i first saw pedro aguaya jr at one world's collide back in 1994 when wcw uh did a joint pay-per-view with triple where uh pedro aguaya wrestled conan in a steel cage match that was a great match i remember that vividly so once again, um, my condolences to the family, to Pedro Aguayo. Um, I know it's been very difficult the last four years. First, the son, now the father. Um, my regards to the family. Now, let's get, back, let's get back to the real reason why we're here in this wrestling podcast. And it's to talk about wrestling. First of all, the first thing I want to talk about is the best in the world that happened on Friday night. The card was... Eh, it was average it wasn't it wasn't anything that i could say that um that blew my mind off i think the only thing that really caught me by surprise was the um um flip gordon becoming a fourth member of villain enterprise so that was very shocking i expect him to be part of the um villain enterprise um apparently um uh lifeblood was trying to get him flip gordon to be part of that group As you won't well all know that um Juice Robinson was the leader of the Lifeblood, but apparently a couple of weeks ago, Juice Robinson decided he did not want to work with Ring of Honor anymore. Um and a lot of New Japan wrestlers don't want to work with Ring of Honor. I they feel that the the, the promotion is not doing anything to grow and is hurting some of these guys. Um, I believe the they stocks. So as far as wrestlers as as we know. Uh for Flip Gordon betrayed uh, um, the Nightblood after um, Bully Ray and a couple other guys I've never seen before came in, jumped in. Bandito, uh, Haskin, um, Williams, and Flip Gordon came to the rescue. All of a sudden, the lights went out. Um, before the lights went out, Marty Scrawl came out and introduced Flip Gordon as the fourth member. The lights went out uh, during that whole uh, section. Um, and when the lights came back up Flip going um, Super kick Bandito And, and beat him um, Also one match that I was looking forward to Was the Cole Cabana and uh, Nick Aldis against the Briscoe. Apparently Cole Cabana got hurt And wasn't able to team up With Nick Aldis and out of nowhere uh, Eli Drake Shows up as a member Of not Ring of Honor roster but the NWA roster so Eli Drake Signed with nwa so now it looks like he is going to be wrestling with uh, nwa and, and he teamed up with aldis and during the match um, um jace um, james Storm was come doing commentating with um with uh Nicole cabana and uh, iga Kabani, whatever his name is and um Eli spit at that james Storm. They the end of rest, uh fighting in the aisle, ended up in the back. The Briscoes win. Ended up um, jumping Nick Aldis and let him lay. Um, as far as I'm concerned, um, the title match with the with Jeff Cobbs and um, and Matt Taven. I don't know what's going on with Ring of Honor, but they made um, Jeff Cobb look real, real weak. Jeff Cobb, as you well know, he was undefeated, even though he lost his Ring of Honor TV title um, to um, Shane Taylor, which he didn't get pinned. It was a full way at uh, the best in the world, and he didn't get pinned. Which to me, I said, like, okay, that's great. You you made him lose the belt, but you didn't get him pinned, which still made him a strong baby and a, a guy who will go after Matt Taven. No, um, apparently, this past weekend, Matt Taven wrestled with Jeff Cobb. The match was 10 minutes long. I don't know what happened. I don't know why it was 10 minutes long But pretty much they buried Jeff Cobb. Don't know why now all of a sudden they had the taping the next night and supposedly um, Cole Cabana um, Went into the ring while James Storm bait him into the ring James Storm uh, Attacked Cole Cabana ended up they ended up I think having a wrestling match And James Storm is now the new NWA national champion and Cabana is no longer is the champion and uh, for that NWA belt. So, with that being said, also in that taping, it looks like um one half of the motor scene machine guns, uh Alex Shelley showed up at the taping. Alex Shelley, as you well know, retired two years ago, and he did not you know, he did not show up in no promotion, or whatever. He just decided to retire, and then he showed up. This past weekend to challenge Matt Haven for the Ring of Honor World Title. I don't know why. Is Alex Shelley back? But it, tell, it goes to show you the Ring of Honor is suffering big time. Um, as you well know, the Gorillas are destined still the Ring of Honor World Champions. They don't care about those belts. You can tell them they do not care about those belts. I could see them losing those straps at Mahan Mayhem on July 21st at the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. And um, I was gonna go see it live, but after what i saw on on best in the world nah, i don't think i would want to go and buy a ticket and will watch that um even though I, I i like i would love to support any wrestling promotion but right now ring of honor right now is just i don't know what they're up to the best in the world um event there was a lot of seats empty they are suffering big time ever since aew came into the scene um a lot of people are just not wanting to see Ring of Honor They don't have anybody that attracts the crowd anymore So that's that's very That's something to be concerned about So now we go to Southern Showdown Southern Showdown which was um, promoted by New Japan Pro Wrestling That event I saw some of it Not all of it um, The um, uh, Phantasmo and uh, Rocky Remember Match That was a great match Oh my god uh, This is how This is where I to myself why new japan is not pushing rocky romero the way they're supposed to rocky romero even though he's been in the business for quite almost 20 years 15 years whatever it's been he's not um being pushed um he the uh the iwgp junior belt is not being around his waist at one point i know he's been multiple time iwgp tag team junior champion with multiple um, um partners but my question is why? Why he hasn't been pushed. He did a he had a great match with El Fantasmo at the Super Juniors where he pinned a Fantasmo. Then a Fantasmo ended up in so a sudden showdown putting his cruiserweight cruiserweight rep pro title on the line. And that was a great match, even though a Fantasmo ended up retaining the belt, but it was a great match. It was a great match. I c I couldn't believe it. But then we go to right after the Master Guerrilla Destiny. Defended the IWGP championship against um, uh, Mikey Nichols and Juice Robinson. That match was pretty good. It was back and forth, you know, probably 10, 15 minutes, whatever it was. Uh, Gorilla's Destiny ended up um, retaining the belts on that. And right after that was the Will Ospreay and Robbie Eagle match. Uh, let me tell you something. Um, to me, that was match of the week. Robbie Eagle versus Will Ospreay, that match was incredible. These guys had a lot of high-flying spots, um, a, lot of, a lot of bumps, which I mean, I was like amazed. Um, so it was a crazy match. Will Ospreay ended up beating him, but it, Robbie Eagle showed that he belongs in New Japan. And unfortunately, for a lot of Bullet Club plans, uh, the following night, they had a six-man tag, which was Hiroshi Talahashi, Okada, and um, Will Ospreay ended up te- um, teaming up together and they wrestled against uh, B- Bad Luck Fale, Jay White, and Robbie Eagle. At the end of the match, uh, Okada, Osprey, and Tadahashi ended up winning. But Jay White decided to attack uh, Tadahashi and decided that he wanted to put a hurting on on him and asked uh, Robbie Eagle to hit him with a with a chair. Robbie Eagle in return super kicked Jay White. So now, it looks like Robbie Eagle is no longer a Bullet Club member, but instead he joined Chaos. So that's going to be very interesting. We all know that Robbie Eagle is going to get his, you know. So that's going to be a very, very, um, very informative, uh, a very good match, Um, or actually a good storyline, because now we're going to see what's going to happen to him, who's going to go after. Um, in the Bullet Club or the Bullet Club is going to send Phantasma or Bone Soldier after him Or they're going to attack him somewhere in the G1 Climax is coming up now Starting this weekend So we, we will not know till, until it happens AEW Fighter Fest That uh, the, that event was pretty good before the pre-show The pre-show pretty much sucked um, With the exception of a three-way tag team With uh, a Private Party uh SCU and the best friends. That match should have been put in the main in the main show, not in the pre-show. The SEMA versus Christopher Daniels should have been put in the pre-show. Um, but overall, the, the the show itself was. I give it a seven and a half. Uh, the um, the Cody Rhodes chest shot. That was oh my god. He got hit so hard with that chest shot. Even though it was gimmick, uh, uh, Sean Spears hit him wrong instead of hitting him. Flat on his head, he came down kind of hard, caught him in the edge, and busted him open as you will, all, all you wrestling fans saw this weekend. Um, so I mean, a lot of people on Twitter, especially um, other podcasters, are saying, Oh, the, the fans are gotten soft because of the CTE situation. Oh, the wrestling fans, have- no, first of all, the, the chair shots in the head should not. Be in the business anymore You see what happened to Mick Foley You see what happened to, to a lot of other wrestlers These chair shots to the head are no good I say stop it And let's stop that There's No no, no need for all that um, The overall like I said the rest of the show was pretty good The John Moxley and Joey Janella Was sick When I tell you it was sick It was sick uh, These guys threw everything on each other Except the kitchen sink uh, The part where uh, Moxley uh, picked up uh, Joey Janela and gave him uh, uh, a, a uh, I think it was a, a, a electric chair, whatever they call that, a move, and he Joey Janela ended up stepping on thumbtacks with his with his bare feet. It was sick. I mean, he had thumbtacks stuck in his feet. You see the blood gushing out of his feet. It was just sick. But at the end of the day. Um, um, John Moxley won that match. Afterwards, Kenny Omega ended up attacking him, setting up their match for All Out, which is good because now the, it'll continue. Um, which I doubt he'll be in a fight for the Fallen because he'll be in, in, J- in Japan for the G1 Climax. So that that um, you should be able to see him in the G1 Climax. You will not see him in a f- uh, fight for the Fallen because he will not be in the United States. So. That's pretty much uh, pretty much a review of the three top shows. Um, and other news, um, WWE is pretty much interested in getting LAX. Now, if LAX is smart, they will not go to the WWE because WWE doesn't care about the tag team division. So LAX, most likely, I think their contract is up this summer and TNA is not gonna sign them because they do not have the money to pay them. And LAX will not sign with TNA back again, or Impact, whatever you want to call them. Most likely, I see them going to AEW, where the tag team scene is way better, and they concentrate on the tag team division. And that's gonna be uh, something that we should be able to look forward to. So, also, my uh, Maria Canellis is pregnant. So, um, and also uh, the fact that they used her this week in Raw, and used her as someone who will make Mike Connelly look like a fool, pretty much Maria Connelly's bitch, um, pretty much that's what happened. I mean, they, they they kind of punished Mike Bennett because after the 205, um, they said he walked away from the, the the show because he got pinned. Um, so um, so he ended up going to the main roster now and not in the main roster, they made a fool out of him. He gave up to, uh, to Becky Lynch this week on the crows armbar, bar or whatever she calls it and he gave up um, and now Maria Canellas is pregnant and McMahon is pissed off because they said why well, you didn't tell us before you signed the five year deal so now put it this way Michael Canellas was bitching and moaning for months almost a year about him not getting no no TV time no wrestling time no nothing and he goes inside a five year deal I don't understand it. so now you're gonna be stuck there and now you're, you're done you're not, you're not going to be able to get out of that contract Unless they fire you And they're not firing anybody Because they're scared you're going to end up going to AEW The AEW effect is going on in WWE And they're not letting anybody know. go So, you know what it, it's, it's sad But you could have had a chance Just leave, go back to Ring of Honor Form the kingdom with Matt Taven Or be part of the new kingdom that he had and It would have been different now You could have chose Well, okay, I'm here in Ring of Honor Sign one, you do whatever Then you go to AEW. No, but you chose to sign a five-year deal and then afterwards complain about it, which is ridiculous. It's crazy. Also, um, it looks like uh, the Good Brothers, Gallows and Anderson signed a new deal with WWE, but it's not confirmed. Pro Wrestling Unlimited is saying that they signed a new deal, but it's not confirmed yet. And that is why AJ Styles turned heel this past Monday when they attacked Ricochet. And I mean, we saw that coming because they, um, the last two weeks, um, AJ has been calling out the good brothers about them not winning matches. So they waited three years for them to do this now to put the club back, you know. Um, and don't be surprised to add Finn Balor into it, which I mean, it would be great because now with Paul Heyman in there, could make something happen, make things pop in WWE because it's been garbage for the past two, two and a half years. I mean, this Monday, the, um, Raw open with Braun Strowman against Lashley, two guys that bored me to death. But the ending of that whole um, explosion with um, Braun Strowman spear Lashley to the to the, the Titantron and explosion all that—that, that to me, I was like, wow, that, that's crazy. And I thought, I said, oh my god, they they really going all out, you know. But at the end of the night, when I saw the whole show, I said, this is was all a WWE trying to say. Look, AEW. Curses and, and do all this stuff we could do the same thing too Cause it looks now like WWE is not doing It's going away from the PG era and they're going back to a little edgy and more raw type of, uh, of Shows and they skin right now. They are scared. They're gonna lose the, the teenage demographic because of the AEW So it is nuts. So, you know um, We will see it's gonna be an interesting summer a very interesting summer coming up um also um the G1 climax tournament starts tomorrow uh, and, and there will be at Dallas the 6th the first round of, of the A block will start on Saturday July 6th so um we're definitely looking forward to that and once again thank you for listening to my podcast and I will try to get give you as much episode as I can as the news comes in this is my first episode i want to thank those who supported me in this new journey that i'm doing once again i have my own youtube channel which is called ultimate one wrestling news um and um you can contact me through instagram facebook twitter through the same name um if you like the content that i have there and my channel uh, youtube channel you can subscribe to it hit the notification bell and you will get new contents Every every week um, With this one you'll, uh, With this podcast you definitely get uh, New contents Every week also So stay tuned for the next one coming up uh, Soon maybe sometime During the week or next week But once again I want to thank everybody Who's listening to this podcast Once again thank you This is the ultimate one For the ultimate one wrestling report And I see you guys very soon.